Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Most oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a That would have been a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, no. because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. Hi, fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Hayas pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. <laughs> that one came out weird. That was wrestling here for vitamin B12. Oh, vitamin D. B12. That's why this is all this Oh, we're going to have Folate, vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh my pills. <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya. For their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin, receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to hayahealth.com slash daddies. Steel is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Steel is website. one for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, hayahealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Fetch Quest is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for big dogs. Content warnings can be found in the episode description.
Welcome to Fetch Quest, a Dungeons and Daddies miniseries about three dogs and a cat who get sucked through a portal from our world into a magical, dangerous land of high adventure and have to find their way home. I'm Will Campos, your person. I'm, you know, Aww. I'm just Will Campos, your your pet guardian. You're my uh, alpha, baby. Slash alpha dog. Can I get a woof woof for my pack? It's a woof woof. Woof woof. Meow. <laughs> Freddie, you start this time. I'm feeling generous. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Mochi, the adorable wannabe influencer cat of the group. That's what I've settled on. Here's this week's <laughs> on cat. Final on the final episode. You settled on Anthony's character. <laughs> wanting to be uh, like Anthony's oh, character. wanting to be like Anthony. This is called character development, guys. Look it up. Here's Mochi's cat fact. I was telling Beth this when we were walking back to her car after the last episode record. I'm so fucking out of my depth here. It's so clear at every second that I have never owned a pet. Like I've held, <laughs> I've held my neighbor feed his cat growing up and I had a good relationship with like Clint's cat and my neighbor's cat. But like, Oh boy, I, I know what the, the fuck I'm talking thing. about. About Freddie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like where it was like, I don't know, Freddie's such a good guy, like he's a sweetheart. But it's also like if somebody told me that like Freddie was a serial killer, I would be like, no fucking way. Like I know Freddie. But then when they would be like, well, think about how like he didn't know about animals very well. And I'd be like, oh. I'm telling you right now, if Freddie's a serial killer, none of us will ever find out about it. Yeah. yeah. He'll be way too confident. <laughs> Freddie would be the one I'm least surprised about if they're a serial killer. What? Because you're a serial killer. Yeah. So yeah. You can game, game recognize game. game, game I recognize literally game. wouldn't be shocked if any of us were, like, literally <laughs> not so. surprising. Hey, everybody. My name is Matt Arnold. I play Donut, an 11-year-old black lab who's been at a truck stop his whole life, well, almost his whole life. So where did Donut, the name, come from? A car came by to the truck stop with, like, a packet of puppies, you know, like four puppies in a box. And it was like, hey, like, you know, can you, you see a packet, a packet of puppies? Just like a little bag of puppies to, like you know, see if anybody else would pick like them the up. Like the beginning of cats just thrown recklessly <laughs> yeah. from a passing car. We're all over in company. They were looking around for the puppies. Somebody wanted to adopt the four puppies. And then in the box, there's only three puppies. And they couldn't find one of the puppies. And it was me, Donut. And because Donut had climbed out and he climbed onto the tray and he got into the donuts and he was eating all the donuts. And then Terry's like, well, I can't give away this puppy. Well, he likes the cute. donuts. And his name's Donut. So that's how I got kept as Donut. And it's also how the truck stop went from an A grade food <laughs> to code a to a B. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also the only one of the four puppies that survived that winter. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Hey, life's, right. tough. life's tough for dogs out in the wild. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Because Terry murdered the other <laughs> three. Terry shot the other three. Hi, my name's Beth May and I play Cookie. Cookie is a two-year-old Whippet spy dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fun fact about Cookie the Whippet. I don't know how she got her name, but um, <laughs> I do know that despite Agent Cody Banks's tragic demise, <laughs> which you may think is just like an event of bad luck or whatever, actually, as a testament to Whippet's skill as a spy dog, she has unknowingly saved Agent Cody Banks's life 17 times. What? How? To get in the history of uh, Agent Cody Banks and Cookie <laughs> for a little verse, bit. The Cody verse, really. The Cody verse, into the Cody verse. You know, he's an aged spy, had to abandon his family in the US, like, hasn't been around. Mm -hmm. But now he's got a daughter and she's an adult now. And he was trying to find her, track her down, even though they were in like protective custody or whatever. So he would go all over the country, like, you know, just looking for him, mm -hmm. knowing only her name. And all the time, people were after him, trying to shoot him. But the thing is, most <laughs> hitmen. <laughs> just gunshots going off all the time. Yes. Like, I'm trying so hard to shoot this guy. <laughs> <laughs> most hitmen have a great, like, 
no women, no kids, no dogs, uh, you know, policy. And so Most when, hitmen. It's not the special ones with the morality. It's all of them. Yeah, like whenever Cookie was with him in a Kmart or whatever, the, the hitmen were like, well, we can't. What? So it's not only so it's not only they can't kill a dog, but they can't kill someone in front of their dog because they're worried yeah, about yeah. Well, traumatize dog. that dog. Cookie gets cold easily, and so he would carry her around a lot. And you know, uh, oh, there you go. They don't even want to risk it. So See, he's like, he's got Cookie <laughs> in like one of those like baby Bjorns. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a shot. I don't have a shot. Yeah. I think Cody <laughs> Banks knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. He's a sicko <laughs> yeah. who bought dogs and strapped them to himself <laughs> to protect himself. Yeah. As he was like fucking sewing up a bullet wound on his chest that got through the Kevlar, he looks down at Cookie and goes like, "Wait a minute!" and then attaches her to the Kevlar. Weird that this dog carrier covers your medulla oblongata. The one place a sniper would want to shoot you for. Now I really want to do like a Jason Bourne parody, and he like turns the corner, and the bad guy has like six babies on baby Bjorn. So he's oh like, my god! What are you gonna do now? Don't move, Mister Bourne. <laughs> Jason Bjorn. Jason Bjorn. <laughs> Very good. But yeah, that one time wow. he went out to a payphone by himself. Damn, got oh. sloppy. Boom. There were like no dogs allowed in this payphone, sir. Yeah. It was like, it's an emotional support animal. Like, yeah. we don't care. It's, it's a life outside. support animal. I'm Anthony Birch. I'm Ben Ye, a French poodle and Instagram influencer and apparently uh, role models of Freddy. And uh-huh. Ben Ye got her name when Kitty was at Disneyland and saw Tom Hardy in line for Ben Ye's at the New Orleans Square holding his dog okay. and tried to flirt with him by pretending to be dumb and not knowing what Ben Ye's are. And then being like, that's my dog's name when he was like, they're called Ben Ye's. And um, yeah, <laughs> flawless Tom. I didn't know what a beignet was before I just went to Disneyland. Well, then maybe Kitty was based on you. Yeah, <laughs> I got powerful, insane diarrhea eating one too. So that's that was not from the beignet. Yeah, that's, that's God punishing you for something you did. The very first picture that took off beignet's Instagram career was her and an unhappy-looking Tom already holding his dog, and wow. in the very, very, very background. It was like two pixels. If you could like enhance it, like on CSI, you'd see Glenn Close alone walking around. <laughs> and it was on Dilfs of Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. You actually right. see the other Dilfs of Disneyland picture being taken and he's like deep throating a fucking. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the Zapruder <laughs> film. You can yeah. see yeah. it. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. One of those like cones. I bet, yeah. <laughs> like those cones. <laughs> what, what cones? What cones? Bro, you've been to Cars Land? They got cones. Turkey on a stick. Oh, yeah. a traffic cone. Yeah, baby. Yes, okay. Okay. I wish we could reference the Zapruder film more in this podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm ready to fight some Beth May. Are y'all ready to bring this doggy quest home? Yeah. Put Final it down. chapter. To- no. I'm no. Sorry. Put it Let's dive right in. Where we last left the pack, you had uprooted the stake that the very good boy was tied to and turned him uh, into a giant naked man who looks like Sam Watterson. Whereupon the cover of your very racist stand-up bit was blown and Bethella DeMay called for her goons! I am going to need everybody to roll... Initiative? Initiative. Okay, this is a little bit of a blue question. I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to get a picture of all this. Was the very good boy neutered before he transformed? (laughs) Uh, Damn. No. Well, okay. yeah, I guess this is, you know, fantasy land. So no. No. Okay. So Watterson's got everything. He's got, on. he's intact. <laughs> Fully intact Watterson action. Can any other podcast you listen to promise this kind of drama? I don't sure. fucking think so. I got three. I got a three. Beth. Seven. And Freddie. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right, so uh, as you were all rolling initiative, Bethella DeMay, who got a seven, made this cry for her goons, and in came a duo of 
tough-looking bruisers, and from the other entrance, like a burly, gruff mm-hmm. lady with a big axe and a scar, and she's glaring, and she's pissed off. So that's what you got. You got three goons, sort of two to one side, one to the other. You what know, are their names? Their names are... Uh, Matt always asks this. <laughs> All, always. <laughs> I feel your pain. Because I, 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 literally, as he said, there's two goons that show up. I was like, They're, oh, okay, obviously so this the, is Freddy and Matt, because you guys got Freddy funny Matt characters. Freddy are going to make an entrance in very oh, short order. Okay. Uh, so Dude, the two I don't give goons, a shit about these names. No, then. The, no, no, you're going to hear them. Uh, the, the two goons on the left are Chip and Cheerio, and okay. the goon on the right, her name is Matilda. It's <gasps> Matilda. No, can't be Matilda. No. What's wrong with Matilda? Sweet Matilda. I don't care. There's more than one Matilda. <laughs> No, not in my canon. <laughs> How come okay, Matt has Terry then? You guys, you guys this don't. This is just like in the prequels where it turns out Anakin made C-3PO and you're like, this world feels so much smaller. And also smaller. to clarify, she is called Terry Jr. Yeah, you guys yeah. are ready for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matilda, fuck it. Chip and Cheerio got a uh, 11. Okay. Oh, damn. Matilda got a 13. <laughs> One other thing we need to do. I Wanda Fireball comes with seven charges oh, when wow. it's new, but we don't know how used oh. this thing is, and it gets 1d6 plus one charges every day. You've already used one, so roll a d6 for me to see how many charges you have on the Wanda Fireball. Right. I got one. All right. <laughs> so you guys got- One plus one, right, you said? Uh, you said 1d6 plus one? I will, You already used? Well, we'll give you the two. You got two. Yeah. Uh, but you said 1d6 And I one. changed my fucking mind, Freddy. <laughs> and we used one, so what's the point? So but we have we'll one nice. We'll and we'll just two. even have butt stubble. This is just regular will. This is just <laughs> full beard will. Yeah. Uh, but Holy yeah, you have two. Shit. All right. Because I'm Too a charged. generous guy. Yeah, you are generous. <laughs> <laughs> Will's got such alpha will. energy. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Freddy, you are up first. What would you like to do? Okay. So the stake that the very good boy was on is gone. No, he's still tied to it. It's tied around his neck and it's dug up. So it's loose. But he can get around. In fact, the first thing he does is sort of bounce to his feet. And then he's very confused at this weird hairless body of his. And he trips over his feet and he kind of lands on all fours. Yeah, it's his foot that he tripped on, huh? And then Sam Waters, naked Sam Waterson, (laughs) growls about Price Waterhouse Cooper or whatever the insurance company (laughs) shells for is. He seems like really freaked out. Like, what am I doing? What's going on? So he's on all fours. He's on all fours. Naked and all fours. Naked and on all fours. Cool. Just the way I like my Sam Watterson. <laughs> With a rope tied around his neck. With a rope tied around his neck. All right. Piece of time. Not of neutered. <laughs> Just making sure I understand the yes. whole image. Intact Sam Watterson. <laughs> oh, no. Naked on all fours. Giant I, buck ass I hate. I hate this, but like intact, like doesn't, you know... Like is he it's circumcised? Dip- yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> Sam Waterston is. is I don't what think we circumcised dogs. Circumcised no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Damn, you're right. Okay. Yeah, this isn't really that he looks like it's not literally <laughs> Sam Waterston. That's, that's true. What? Not the same thing. <laughs> he doesn't take on the, the, the knowledge and, and history of Sam Waterston. He's Sam Waterston just stopped moving in our world. Yeah, he was like, why am I on all fours? <laughs> Somewhere on the set of Franking Grace is a very confused big dog. But that means. <laughs> You're here. <laughs> and Sam Watterson's clothes with the floppy sleeves being like, what's going on? Okay, now of the people attacking us, mm-hmm. is there any that I get a sense that they might be into cats? Into cats? Sweet. Oh, yeah, like, because this Cat is people. your thing. Yeah, it's my convention thing. Okay, well, um, the way you said that, though. Fuck uh, off, man. I'll say whatever I want, however I want. Yes, <laughs> you see that Matilda has, like, a tabby at home because there's cat hair all over Ooh. her leather armor. Um, and she also has a tattoo that says wine mom first, cat mom second. Okay, that'll that do looks it. like your target, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Beth, are you all right? Beth has lost her shit. 
He has a tattoo that says I love pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go after Matilda and like, you know. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna like do the thing where they like run like, the figure eight around her legs. You know, it, you're gonna like you, nuzzle her legs and get yeah, your yeah, tattoo, yeah. and that's charm person. Charm. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna cast that's charm person. That's great. Yes. All right. Gotta make a wisdom saving throw. Does it with advantage. Yeah. If you or your companions are fighting it. Which however, however, they're a cat person, which gives me advantage. So I think it cancels it out. That's true. Wisdom I'm going to cast this on my ninth level spell slot. You don't have a ninth level. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That's what the card says. Spell save is eight plus proficiency bonus plus your intelligence modifier. What's your intelligence modifier? It's got to be pretty low. <laughs> That'd be a minus four. Okay. <laughs> we'll throw you a bone since I gave you this thing, and we'll say that you have a 10 is your spell save DC. She rolled a 15 plus two, so that's 17. Fuck. So yeah, you <laughs> nuzzle up at her, and then she just kind of like, what are you doing? And then she kind of chews you away with her foot. Like, she doesn't want to hurt you, but like, she's going to, I mean, like, her, she's going to get in trouble if she doesn't. Again, as her tattoo says, she likes wine a little bit more than she likes cats. I got it. Whatever. It is Matilda's turn now, and so she is going to. <laughs> Murders you. She is going to try to kill you. She is going to swing at you with her hand axe. Me? Or yes, was she me. swinging at somebody else? Yeah, close, well, no. because the cat? No, what it is, she saw, like, you came up to her and nuzzled her, but then it failed. But then Bethella DeMay saw the hesitance in her eyes for a second. So now she's overcompensating by ah, trying to kill you. Good call. Uh, she hits. So <laughs> let's see if Freddy's going to die. Cha cha cha. Three damage. Ow. Bloodied. So yeah, she kind of like comes down and like I feel like you're able to kind of dodge out of the way, but it like kind of skits you on the side a little bit. It's actually Chip and Cheerio's turn. They just entered at the back of the room, so they are going to run at you guys at full speed okay. and they're going to be able to attack you next turn. So now it is Bethella's turn. She's got her whip and so she is going to uh, take a crack at Anthony. Okay, she hits you okay. and she is going to do... 1d6 plus 2. Oh, my God. You're going to knock me down. I don't give a shit. Uh, she does 7 damage to you. All right, she knocked me down. <laughs> is that oh, all no. your health? No, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> Beth, now it is your turn. Can I throw an idea out? Yeah. I, was thinking, I mean, maybe I just do it, but if they're running full speed and we have the rope, we could, like, put the rope in oh, the, the close the line, and close the line them all. Yeah. I Wait, love where's that. the rope? It's, it's around Sam Waterson's neck, so if it works, it might snap the good dog's neck. I mean, well, surely there are other ropes around. He's big and strong. There like, are, if you want to cast about for ropes, there's like all sorts of spare circus equipment around. You see a lasso on the ground. There's like trapeze gear. So if you guys want to do like a tabletop move and like clothesline these guys, go for it. All right. Beignet, if you can hold this rope down here, and then I'm going to speed across real fast, Across the other side, and then we're gonna trip him. Uh, okay, strength is not exactly my forte, but I will give it my all. Oh, I got a nineteen. Ooh, I got a four. You got a four. Okay, so do you make it across mm -hmm. uh, with the rope? It snaps tight, but it's not like super taut because Benya can't quite get her mouth around it. Chip vaults over it. Cheerio trips up in it and gets knocked prone, but then Benya also gets knocked prone. Anthony, it's your turn. So I'm going to use all my movement to stand up from prone, and mm -hmm. then I'm going to say, you naughty, naughty boy, and I'm going to bite Cheerio. Cheerio, the one that's on the ground? Go for yes. it. Uh, so he's prone, which means I have advantage, which I needed. So that'll be a non-natural 20. Okay, uh, that definitely hits. And then I do three whole damage. Okay. And he has continued to be knocked prone. Matt, it is now your move. I was thinking Baby Donut runs up and shoves the stick in his mouth and then bites down on the stick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, so you're going to basically cat now. All right. So Fireball normally hits everyone in a 20-foot range. 
Okay. But because you shoved it in his mouth, and yeah, I'll throw like that to you because it's awesome, and he's on the ground, it's only going to get absorbed by him. Okay. Because this is such a targeted move, he gets a dexterity check. Normally, if he does his dexterity check, he only takes half damage. Yeah. But now we'll say he does no damage, and the fireball flies off okay. into the distance because you're kind of aiming it up. Yeah. But if he fails... But if he fails, he's prone. Is there like any advantage quite. that uh, Donut gets because he is prone? Yeah. Like, it's easier to get it in his mouth or Should something? be like a dex <gasps> like check against me. He'll it... do a dexterity save with disadvantage. We'll do that. Okay. There's nothing wrong with the Choke cycle of this. <laughs> no. So he rolled a three. <laughs> so, yes... Cheerio takes 8d6 of fire damage uh, from the inside. into his skull. <laughs> into his mouth, which blows his head clean off of his shoulders. Is he okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, he is not okay. These two guards come busting in to show off to their boss. A dog runs with a rope. One of them trips. Another dog bites him. And then someone shoves a stick in his mouth. And then his head just explodes. Donut stares at him. You know that moment where like when you're about to do something and you understand what's about to happen, but it's too late to stop yourself from doing it. Donut like, <laughs> he's like already mid-shop. And he looks at the man's pure terror in his eyes. And Donut's like, oh no, maybe I shouldn't do this, but it's too late. I started jogging. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> so it seems like we got one more of these uh, trip and pop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Culture, we might as well pop. just do that again to somebody. <laughs> and look, there's bones everywhere. <laughs> no, I, no, I forgot to roll for the very good boy, Sam Watterson. Oh. As shit's going down. Sam's feeling a little spooked. Oh, he's awake. Like, yeah, really yeah. Awake. He's awake now, mm-hmm. for sure, because you said the hunter was coming, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So Sam is actually kind of freaking out right okay. now. Very disoriented, not really knowing <laughs> no, what's going on. No, I probably on. made a bad first impression uh, on him. Just saw someone's head get blown off. He trusts you guys because you're dogs. And he recognizes the mean lady with the whip. So he's going to use his ram attack on her. And he misses, unfortunately. So he kind of charges at her, but he's still getting used to his big human body. And he charges at her and just misses her completely. And she sidesteps. You know, like when the orc like dodges out of the boulder at the last minute in Return of the King? It's like kind of one of those. Which means we are back to the top of the order and it is Freddy's turn. Is there anything I can like knock down from a high place? Absolutely (laughs) there is. Seeing as I'm a a cat, that feels like this is my specialty. All right, so there's a human catapult act and the way the human catapult act works is that there's a giant like weight at the top of a very high like high dive kind of ladder and it's like an old cartoon where they shove it off and it lands on a seesaw and then vaults someone into the air. So there's a big boulder up on top of something if you want to try something like that. I feel like I'm not going be able to move it by myself though you could try to bring something up with you or you could just because you're a cat i'll give you advantage on not taking damage if you want to do like a human pile driver to jump off of there and attack somebody i'll give you double damage four claws cats are actually more likely to get hurt from shorter distances falling so i'm gonna go okay i like that i'm gonna go up and get as high as i can okay we'll call that your move action that'll be my move and i'm gonna just jump off and go uh, uh, i'm gonna sail I'm going to go, sail! Blame <laughs> it on my ADD, baby! <laughs> and then just sail into... Sail! sail so you're going to sail cat onto who? Uh, if the cat take person. out the trash first, yeah. yeah you're going to hit Matilda. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to go for Matilda. <laughs> Which means she watched you do this one entire thing. <laughs> she was like, what's She that hit cat? you with an axe and then watched you slowly what's climb up a thing. What's that darn cat doing? <laughs> I mean, All right, cat so does. Matilda's not the sharpest axe in the axe drawer. So uh, give me an attack roll, Freddy. Seven plus three. A 10? 10. Okay. 
So unfortunately, she because she saw you do all of this, watches you jump down, and then she's able to sidestep out of the way. Now, give me an acrobatics check to see if you take damage or not. Uh, from 19. This, a 19? All right, so you managed to land. Very cool. I just hiss. Literally <laughs> right back in front of her where you were a half a second ago. Incredible right. turn. Uh, <laughs> Incredible. So you rolled in front High of her. gameplay. <laughs> you rolled in front of her, and she's like, what are you doing? And he ran up, and I then leaped down and when missed. when you land, she goes, oh. So, like, maybe she'll be a little bit more inclined to be charmed by you after this adorable move you just did. Don't give him a consolation prize. You failed. <laughs> you have failed at D&D. We move on to other players. The entire party is stupider for what you have done. It is Chip's turn, and Chip is enraged at the loss of his... How about Cheerio? Oh, yeah, right. Chip, <laughs> Chip is enraged at the loss of his good, good buddy, uh, Cheerio, and furthermore, to wit, realizes that, that dog has a fucking wand of fireball, so he's going to come straight for you, Matt. Bite stick, bitch. Damn. Damn. Wow. wow. <laughs> I got angry. Um, no, it's changed. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't kill the man, and now man. he's got the taste of blood. <laughs> All right, so he's going to make a attack on you. He's got a big spear, and he's going to jab at you with it. Oh, oh. And it's a hit. It is a hit and a half. Oh, um, oh no. Oh, no. You. So he's going to do 1d8 plus 1. Ooh, that's going to be close. He gets you for 3 damage. Oh. It is now Bethella's turn. I think he ripped off one of my ears. That's why. Oh, God. Yeah. He ripped off your ear? Maybe like, like, okay, yeah, I mean, good Lord. All right, well, I guess you guys are going to heal up at some point. I don't get my ear back. I got one ear now. Reacting to Sam Waterston uh, charging at her and her dodging out of the way right before he tramples her. Uh, She pulls out. Remember that gem that she had back in the forest where she was able to make him walk like straight through the portal? Mm -hmm. So that is a gem of Dominate Beast. So uh, she is going to use this turn. She holds up this gem and she says, you will obey me. And she's going to cast Dominate Beast on him. The very good boy is going to have to make a wisdom saving throw again. He makes it. Okay. So he's, you see his eyes start to glow over black again, but then he's able to shake it off and he gurs at her. God, it's so fucking weird. <laughs> um, okay, so that is her turn. We are now to Beth. I am going to try to scurry up her back and bite her arm or something. Okay, to get her to drop it? Is yeah. That the idea? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Give me an attack roll. That's a natural one. Ooh, okay, so that does not work. And not only that, but as you try to vault up to her arm, you trip on the ground and you are now not prone. Oh, well. I was too fast. <laughs> Anthony, it's your turn. So as a minor action, I will daintily remove one of the healing biscuits and then toss it to you. And I said, this time you were allowed to eat it. If only you would keep the ones that we gave you the first time, you, you ding dong. But uh, now having established the trip and pop works, I'm going to try to trip chip. Chip is the one that's yeah, left. Yeah, I'm going to try trip chip. Because you would feel too bad if we tripped Matilda. <laughs> that is going to be a 10 for my bite. You're a 10 for, oh, for the AC? Oh, for the attack. Yeah, attack. For the oh, attack. you're just trying to knock him over. Yeah, I'm trying to bite uh, him and the bite has the saving throw thing. Unfortunately, that does not work. He's yep. actually got a pretty high AC, so you kind of bounce right off of him when you try to knock him over. He's real thick jeans. Yeah, he's know? got Jinko jeans on. I'm sorry. Hell and you yeah. just get a mouthful of Jinko. Fact, you get caught on his chain wallet on the way down. Man, this guy's fucking cool. Uh, uh, it's your turn, Matt. I wish you didn't throw me the biscuit. So even though it makes no sense as a player, I feel like Donut... He sees the biscuit. He goes, oh, he just drops the, the <laughs> stick and eats the biscuit. Uh, <laughs> uh. Okay. From, from nearby, Mochi goes, don't you, you fucking mook. You fucking idiot. I don't know. It takes a full action to pick up the stick again. 
Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I, but then I pick up the stick again. Unless okay, the biscuits so are like peanut butter and you're spending your full action trying to get it off the roof of your mouth. Roll a 2d4 plus two hit points for your healing. I rolled uh, three plus one. So four. Okay, yeah. so you're back up on top. <laughs> Give me a dexterity roll for picking up the thing. We're going to see if you set off the fireball when you pick it up. I got natural one. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Did you pick it up from the wrong end? Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! All right, throw a pen. Throw a pen, and if it po- and then whoever it points at is who the fireball got shot at. And if it points at me, it's in my mouth? Yeah, uh, if you point at you, it's... <laughs> Donut's dead. No, I want to do it. I, want to I don't trust you, Matt. I want to. I want to die. Give it a spin and throw it. Give it a spin and throw it. Okay, this so point. Matt has this a pen. Point. Yes, he has here. a pencil in his hand, and he's gonna spin it, and it throws it, and it's landing. Oh my god! Oh my god. Where did it go? It's pointing at him. It's pointing at Matt. No! What did you do? Oh man! Well, all right. So I'm gonna give you the same chance <laughs> I gave the guy you killed. I'm gonna give you the same two minutes you gave me. 007. Um. <laughs> So give me a dexterity roll. And they and killed me. This is your fault. It you threw me the biscuit. Give, it's your fault for being a good role player. Give, give me a dexterity roll. The way to play D&D is to not actually care about your character and just try to do the right thing. Yeah, fucking matching up Marlon Brando method act over here. What'd I you get? 17 plus one. Oh, thank fucking God. Okay, so. You only take half damage on four. Well, no, here's what I said to the other guy. When Matt put the thing in the other guy's mouth, I gave him a dexterity roll and it was zero damage. It was zero because it was so targeted. Okay, so basically, you start picking it up and then you feel it get real hot in your mouth (laughs) Uh and you spit it out and the fireball blasts and it hits the center mast and now the entire roof of the tent is on fire. Uh, And so you guys have three rounds until it collapses and you all die. Okay. Remember, your goal here is to get home. (laughs) You have to reiterate that we don't want to die. (laughs) Let's summon a spectral mansion and put the tent inside there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so now it is the very good boy's turn. Uh, The very good boy sees the tent starting to burn and is really fucking starting to freak out now. And he is going to run towards the back because he's just trying to get away from this Mm -hmm. fire because she's pretty close to the post. So he's going to run and then he's going to drag the rope with him. And there's that clothesline himself. There's that stake on the end of the rope is what I'm thinking. So Mm. everybody in the room Mm. is going to roll a dexterity saving throw. And then whoever has the lowest throw is going to get it's hit like by that It's like the bulldog in Babe 2, and he's going to hang Damn. himself off of a bridge. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to get... 11. Two. I'm going 19, though. <laughs> too uh, fast. So too fast. Chip rolled a 2. Oh, Matilda rolled an 18. Okay. And Bethelda rolled a 1. <laughs> okay. Great. So a big old fucking stake comes flying at Bethelda DeMay's face, and she just gets clobbered by it. So she is going to take 1d12 damage. Oh, this could kill us. So she takes 5 damage, and uh, she is not prone. If only we had the pop. Uh, we're back at the top of the order. It's Freddy's turn. <sighs> well, I've had nothing but useless turns. I'm going to try Charm Person one more time. Okay. <laughs> Let's get it. Matilde. Let's on Matilde. You're so used to being Glenn where everything, Definition of insanity. everything charming works all the time. <laughs> all right, because you did do your cute little move last time, I will give you advantage. But then that's it. Then I'm cutting you off. All right, you're out of six. You've charmed her with your wacky ways. She goes, boys, oh, I can't stay mad at little kitty cat. Oh, you're a good little cat, aren't you? The charm creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I think he smells my cat, she says. 
I'm gonna pretend to be like, oh, I'm so hurt. I go. Yes, that's yeah, the cat that's, move. Yeah, Bring them in for a pet. Oh no, oh, are you her little baby boy? Oh my little paw, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I seem to have injured myself in the in the fall. Oh, if only you could bring me out. Bring me out. Ask her to look really close your at your paw. You have to paw. kill her. You just have to get out of here. Yeah, you've got an ally on your side now. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, so I think she, I'm going to have her, you know, like. You're like going to ask her to carry out. you out yeah, of there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, get me I out love of it. this flaming tent. I'm not. This and Matilda's right like, oh, this, this is way too scary a place for a cute little cat like you to be. So it's her turn next, and she's going to scoop you up and run oh. towards the exit. Aww. At the end of her next turn, she will be outside. I'm out of here, suckers. <laughs> so it is now Chip's turn. Chip is real freaked out by all the crazy shit that's going on. You just attacked him, right, Anthony? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Chip is going to take a swing at you, uh, or he's going to take a jab at you, rather, with his spear, uh, and he gets a 16. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, he does four damage. Ooh. How much health do you have? One HP left. Ooh! Eat those biscuits! Matt, it's your turn. So we're trying to get out of there. Benier's hurt. Benier has one HP left and is in the middle of a fracas oh, with you Chip. Should, you should vomit up some of those biscuits into Benier's mouth. Um, there are some extra biscuits left, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I have five if biscuits. If you want yeah. to vomit a biscuit, I will make that a 1d4 plus one. Hmm. I was just going to run over and like grab a biscuit from his back and like, you know, give it to him. If you do that, you're going to have to do a wisdom check not to eat it yourself. Oh, that's mm. good. <laughs> Donut is going to run and he's going to open up the bag mm-hmm. and he's going to eat all the biscuits. And then I'm going to vomit it into his mouth. You're going to eat all the biscuits don't. and then vomit it into his mouth? I don't, think, don't. I, I don't think I can withstand. You don't understand. No, the- just don't heal me. Ben Yeh is saying, leave me alone. It's fine. Just go. Save yourself. But you smelled the biscuits. <laughs> no, he smelled the biscuits an hour ago and he didn't do it. Don't fucking eat my biscuits. Just go. Just leave me alone. If Ben Yeh wants to roll a dexterity check, it's Donut oh my God. eating his biscuits. Why are you getting the advantage on Because it's a performance. I'm trying to fucking move away from you. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to intimidate you and make you realize Beignet's fucking got yes, it. Yes, you yes, Beignet's trying to intimidate you, so Beignet okay. gets it. So thank fu- Christ I got advantage because I got a natural twenty. All right, so now um, oh, if I roll a natural twenty. If you roll a natural then twenty, you baby then bird both him. of you punch each other in the face and whoever hurts each other worse gets well, the Well then it means you'll win. I got thirteen. Good. You got thirteen. All right, so describe to me you running up so to fine. help. I ran up to him and I was like, Oh, Beignet, let me heal you. And I try to Eat the biscuits. Beignet feels his big stupid mouth coming towards the pack on her back. <laughs> and Beignet darts forward just a little bit and then does the Beignet pose and turns around and looks at him. And the sheer confidence, entitlement, and smugness that she has perfected over years of Instagram mm-hmm. goes deep into his soul. And he stopped dead. And Beignet goes, you've just been influenced. Oh, <laughs> Outstanding. Oh. Um, okay, yeah. Then Donut just keeps running. Then you ran up, tried to help him, and then ran back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, oh, I assumed he was in the way, but he yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Does that sound like the? And you know, he wasn't hungry. The fact that he was denied food now he feels hungry. Damn. And I was like, damn. Now I'm hungry. Bethella de May is still pinned by this giant stake, which is lying on top of her. So she's going to make a strength check to see if she can get out from under it. She does. So that is going to be her move. And then she sees Cookie right there in front of her who tried to bite her, but she's actually going to go to try to pick up the thing from the ground. She goes to pick up her gem of dominant beast. She sees her idiot number two, Matilda, running out the door with this cat. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, get a hold of yourself. So she's going to cast- No, she's going to glare from on the, you know. Yeah, you're over her shoulder glaring back <laughs> yeah, at her. Yeah, yeah. So she's going to cast Thunder Wave on the two of you. What? Ooh. Freddie, I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. That's going to be 
16 minus 1, 15. A 15. You take 1d8 thunder damage. Two damage, and that puts me down to two life. Okay, so Matilda takes a big old hit. She takes Hell thir- yeah, bro. She takes 13 damage. Big old toke off of that thunder wave. And also, when she gets hit, it yeets her 15 feet away. So the two of you have been blasted out of the tent now. So you are outside. Hell uh, yeah, bro. Uh, so this is working out Mochi's great for Mochi. Mochi's having a good time. Yeah, yeah right. damn. Beth. I think that we all want to like keep eyes on the very good boy. So I think Cookie is going to be like, hey, if we all grab hold of this rope, we can use it kind of like a leash to keep tied to the very good boy. And so maybe that's a plan. But also, I'm going to attack this person. Uh, she's just going to run over and slit Chip's throat with a <laughs> knife. Um, <laughs> All right. Make an attack roll, please. Whoa, 19. I swear to God, I've, I've rolled more 19s in this Fuck fucking yeah. like thing than ever. All right. That hits. Uh, I'm ro- also cheating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> roll damage for me. Fuck. One. Ooh, but so he's, he's but he is knocked down. Oh, wait. Plus one. To to save against him, plus yeah. one. So two? Yeah. Okay. Two. Chip's got it. Uh, so, yes, you've knocked Chip down. He looks a little beefed up. And, yeah, so to your point, if you guys want, so the very good boy is running towards the door. There's still about 30 feet of slack rope in the stake in the tent. But if you want to grab onto that rope with your teeth, I'll give you a skill check to hold onto it. But that means you will move when the very good boy moves. Okay. So you'll get extra feet out the door, so to speak. That's I think that's good. Okay, Anthony, it's your turn. All right. So thankfully, because Cookie knocked down ship, I don't have to do a disengage action or provoke an attack of opportunity. So I can just immediately eat one of my healing biscuits. Which Wouldn't have do. to do that if you just ate my vomit. <laughs> <Seven>. <laughs> so I, I get nine HP back, so All right. I'm up to ten of nice. my twelve. As a team, two actions for those nine HP. Damn. <laughs> it was worth it. It's, it's worth it rather than you uh, uh, vomiting them up and making them half as effective. That's what I'll say. But what is it, it cost? <laughs> we can always dream of what might have been. And then I'm going to move away towards the door. Out, okay, great. Everybody. All right, so you've got one turn to get out the door. Okay. All right, so we are now at the very good boy's turn. He gets to the door, but he's too big to get through the door. So like kind of drops down and starts army crawling out the door. So like it's just his butt and legs in the room right Full now. Moon tonight. That's uh, all we need, right, boys? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you know the best part of Sam Waterston and watch him crawl away. <laughs> Getting stuck in the door. <laughs> Step Stam Watterson. <laughs> Step Stam Watterson, I'm stuck. My dream is a, is a Winnie the Pooh situation with Sam Watterson. So. That's exactly what this is. Oh, God. Uh, it is now the top of the turn order. You have That's two such turns. such a grotesque view. Like, if you've never yeah. seen a man Just bed the down. Just of Sam Watterson. Oh, no. God. Because it's not like Winnie the Pooh. Because there's not, there's not, there's there's not, not old sacks flopping down on Winnie the Pooh. It's, it's a rabbit's view from Winnie the Pooh. It's not everybody else. I love that there's definitely people who are listening to this being like, wow, fun pets, cute pets. And then we've just assaulted their mental image. You know what you signed up for. Yeah. Oh my God. 69 episodes of bullshit in the first campaign. You knew what this was going to be. 68 and a half. And a half. Yeah, you're right. Freddie, it's your turn. So I'm outside, but I see the front. You like, see the front half of Sam Watterson poking out. You want to help him out? I want to grease up Sam Watterson. <laughs> who doesn't? Like, because he's oh, oh, to help him get through. What the fuck did you think I, I don't meant? Know. I just Matt? didn't know at all. This is a it's a weird phrase to say out loud. Now I understand what you're saying. 
All right, so is there like a tub of lard or like shortening or some like you know medieval yes, ass shortening? All right, so yes, you are nearby. Oh, because they were doing like some, there's some a fair carnival food. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, there's an old grease vat near the turkey leg stand. Yeah, uh, the mystery meat stand. As you're looking for something to grease him up with, Matthew Arnold, a worker, a, a <laughs> hey. talking zebra at the fair, comes walking over on two legs with a big grease vat. He's like, I can't believe they still make the zebras do this. this is bullshit. I'm sick of my job doing this stuff. So he's walking towards you. It's I uncanny. Go, Matthew, grease up this Sam Watterson looking motherfucker. With the grease. Oh, I don't know. I'm supposed to properly dispose of this grease. What? If I get in trouble, I can't buy my um peace hammer 20,000 figurines. <laughs> nice. Peace hammer nice. 20,000. Because it's a crazy topsy-turvy world nice. that this takes place in. That's the sort of quality lore building In the grim, get. dark future, there is only peace. In the, <laughs> nice, in the nice, fun future of peace hammer, there's only vibes. I feel attacked. I didn't sign up for a roast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a perception check. Four. Okay, because you rolled bad, you think it's five zebras. <laughs> so the stripes, you don't, you can't tell how many there <laughs> That's are. true. No, no, no. Imagine, right? Because like, the zebra uh, is evolved to blend into environments against what? Predatory cats. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be a lot of vertical stripes around. Yeah. Yeah. Stripes. Anyway. So you think there's a bunch of zebras. I go, zebras, look over there. I don't know why I have a French accent. Look over there. Because you want to be like Ben Yeh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works perfectly. You literally yeah. become Ben Yeh. That's true. <laughs> look over there. That's... That's the that's the, America's sweetheart. That's Sam America's sweetheart, Sam Marshall. He that's owns America's eyebrows. He's oh, he owns this whole fair. Can't you tell? He's the centerpiece, and he's stuck. You must help him with the grease um, from the turkey legs. I keep looking at Matt like I'm expecting Matt to make the decision. All right, give me a charisma check. A natural one. A natural one. All right, Matt, tell me how Matt Arnold the zebra blows off Freddy here. Probably kicks him. He picks him up and puts him in the vat of grease and closes oh the lid. That's oh great. My oh my God. No, that's perfect. This is exactly what you want because then you can escape in your little greasy sponge. You can do it yourself. Yeah, you, you can yeah, rub your greasy body all over him. Um, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, he just dunks you in. And okay. then, yeah, now you're greasy. That's yeah, that's fucked up. You got a one. Yeah, you got a one, so he doesn't even need to roll for that. Yes, you get picked up by the zebra <laughs> who has the ability to pick you now, up. However, now, um, however, what is Matilda doing? Because she believes I am a friendly acquaintance. Oh, that's true. Uh, Matilda's like, that's not your cat, sir. That's not your cat. Uh, so she is going to, on her turn, attack the zebra, I guess. <laughs> I feel like what that's beyond. Like, he just let it go of it after she said yeah, that. Yeah, rather than like, putting, I wanted to put the lid on and drown him, but she pulls him out. So now you're covered in grease, and now you're a slippery grease boy. That doesn't seem fair, because that's like a natural one, but it turned out great for me. I also feel like a friendly acquaintance wouldn't go to, like, that much trouble. It's like, yeah, like, I'm on Twitter enough to know that, like, friendly acquaintances are really just like, Oh my God, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since you rolled a natural one, yes, Matilda on her turn is like, oh God, that's, ooh, and she can't really see you anymore and she has object permanence issues. So she's like not really sure what to do right now. This she a, replies, oof. She, <laughs> oof. She's also friends with Matt, the zebra guy. She's like, I really hope the two of you can work this out, oh, but no. I want to stay neutral. I don't want to come between Let me friends. know if there's anything I can do. Uh, let me know if there's anything I can do. She has a whole- And then she um, runs away. Matilda's out of the combat. Congratulations. It is Chip's turn. Chip is still alive. Chip is going to attack Anthony again. How long uh, before well, I moved away from him and he has to spend all of his movement getting back up because he got knocked down ah, by a cookie. Fuck my butt. All right, so he gets back up and then he is going <laughs> to use... Is this tent going to burn down? <laughs> yeah, and like... Next turn, turn it burns down. Next There's turn. one more turn. Oh, boy. You're safe, uh, though. So no, I'm safe. he's going to use his ranged weapon attack to throw his spear at you. All right, he got 19. Yeah, oh, he got me. So he's going to roll a... It's not going to knock me out. It'll be fine. He got a five, so you've okay. taken five damage. Back down to five damage. 
Um, he's starting to freak out because like a timber of wood that's like on fire just fell next to him. He's like ready to get out of here. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime. Get your dick up. Oh, sorry. That's oh, what? Nope, not this. <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry, we got so many ads. Pretty, right. litter, is... pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages. Discreet door. packaging, <laughs> and it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. In the Unfortunately, the red pill. no one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You have yeah. to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Look at, Look at that. Pretty Litter also ships free. You think that's free. piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. Don't have to have big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. Have to my love cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ah! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I hate this litter box. One time it's my... the smell. Ah, <laughs> 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 yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. it. Gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's <gasps> not bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last time I got Pretty Litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice brought to you this week by Blue Nile. Buy I'm tired jewelry. of living in a state of denial. I gotta get engaged. <laughs> it's time to get married, everybody. Yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a gift. It's probably pretty good. One would hope. And you get to see the look on their face when they open it. The hard part, finding the right piece. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from buying the ring you want now while you're waiting to find the man that you need. Later, later, right? Yeah, this is absolutely what I should be doing. (laughs) Just buy the ring you want now. Figure out how to get the perfect piece at the best price, Bath. BlueNile.com, thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below retail. Wish I could find thousands retail. of independently graded men, am I right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Peace of well. mind with every purchase, you ain't getting that on Hinge. With some of the highest quality standards in the industry, not even Raya can keep up with that. Whether you want to make a uh, classic statement. about online dating, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. <laughs> Whether you may want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet. That's a... White gold white cocaine? A tennis bracelet? Ooh. Like in, like in Challengers. Like in Challengers, oh, yep. Fuck yes. Or maybe. Just like in Challengers. Yep. Sapphire and Diamond hoop earrings. Ben, let's start bracelets. by finding one guy before it's no, too I need to. two. And they need to make out with each other, too. Blue Nile's jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift for, what is it, a thruple situation? What is it? Is it Jules and Jim? Like, what is Challengers? What was it? It's kind of like a, a combative thruple. Yeah. Oh, my God. The dream, right? Yeah. What jewelry will I need to buy to make the two boys kiss? Uh, well, you know, you could ask Blue Nile's experts because they're available 24-7 by phone or chat. 
chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. What are some expected or unexpected challenges you might encounter when shopping for jewelry gifts? Well, first and foremost, when you have two tennis players vying yes. for your attention and <laughs> you're trying to make ring them, sizes. Yes. Yep, multiple sizing, different tastes. You want to make them jealous of each other. Yes. And you want to recreate that famous scene in Challengers when Zendaya holds up an engagement ring and goes, which whatever yes. you kiss is best. <laughs> I kiss and the two boys kiss each other. Good Blue, Blue Nile. <laughs> and also, while they're kissing each other in your hotel room, you can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile <laughs> also offers a diamond price match guarantee. They might be locking lips and tonguing each other, but, but you're you can not locked there, into a bad You're not locked into a bad deal. That's right, man. Hell yeah. And just in case. Holy shit. 30 day returns. That's a big 3 0, AKA a finished set in tennis. Shop Blue Nile today. You're going to love, love these rings. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to bluenile.com today that's bluenile.com it is now Bethella's turn she's like i gotta get the fuck out of here this is ah this is a nightmare i gotta get i gotta get my dog back well actually no he's still stuck none yes, of you can leave plugged. his ass is stuck in yeah, i know we gotta get him out he's plugged up the entrance and also all the other innocent bystanders come to watch <laughs> yeah. a fun time at the circus okay Bethella demay is gonna cast thunder wave on sam waterston's ass and try to shoot him out <laughs> nice this is just we like in uh the cast thunder wave <laughs> yeah. sam waterston's ass <laughs> This uh, is just like the Bible, too. So <laughs> he's going to make his dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because he's stuck in the door. So he takes seven damage and gets shot the remaining 15 feet out the door. So now the door is unplugged. I got fucking greased he's up for nothing. <laughs> yeah, I had a great idea, too. This well. is such a... Good idea for us going. <laughs> well, and forward. also now you cannot go near that fire. It's true. Oh yeah, because he's greasy. He's greased up. Oh yeah. I mean, he'll get lit on fire real bad. Oh, that's true. Freddy. Yeah. So that right. it did end up being bad thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is now Cookie's turn. Yeah. So let's run out. You could try to grab onto the rope as it's yeah. just getting out the door. Yeah. I'm gonna try to grab that with my little doggy teeth. Sixteen. All right. You bite into it, and on the very good boy's turn, it is he's going to start taking you out that door. Anthony, it is your turn. I'll do the same thing. I'll move out. I got a 13. Okay, that'll do it. Matt? I'm rolling dexterity. Yes. Or strength or what? It's just because it's a bite. It's whatever you feel most uh, best represents you. 14 plus one, so 15. Okay, so all three of you have oh. jumped onto an adorable fashion and sunk your teeth into this rope. And Sam Waterston has shot out, the very good boy has shot out of the door and he starts taking off running. Good. And so all three of you slide out the door. Who's walking who? <laughs> <laughs> the stake hits the front gate of mm -hmm. the thing and takes out part of the support on the mm -hmm. way out. So you see this burning tent crumble behind you and there's a burst of flames. <gasps> we How won. many people die? Huh? There definitely was people in there. Yeah. Well, there was the two people. Everyone else ran out during the fight. No, nah, so because at halfway through, there was a big old butt got in the way. There's like a That's few true. people yes. who there were like... There's definitely some, there's some people who are not coming good. back from the circus. Today. <laughs> uh, I'm rolling a D20. We were responsible for that, except for only sort of. Okay, so you guys are out in the middle of the crowd right now. Mm -hmm. Sam Waterston is reeling around, sights and sounds completely unknown, kind of freaking out. <laughs> Just like um, when he's let off Seth Waddle. <laughs> <laughs> what is this world? <laughs> And there, it's a shit show. People are screaming. There are guards closing in on yeah. you from every possible people direction. People like have lost their family members. Yeah, there are a couple people are burning yeah, to death inside like... of this thing right now. 
So Sam Washington looks around and kind of gets his bearings. Mm -hmm. God, stop. The very good boy looks around, gets his bearings, and then sees a fence way down in the distance. Okay. Right? And then he looks back at all of you, and you see a mental flash. like Because he can't really communicate, but he can kind of impart the visions to you. And you see a vision. Just like Sam Waters. <laughs> That's why he's so good Such on a good Order. Actor. This he's is just, you, just from his eyebrows, he's able to communicate a whole story. The ideas of justice. <laughs> and so you see a vision of all of you on on Sam Watterson's back. Like the rest of the cast of Law and Order. <laughs> Hell yeah. You see all of you flying over this fence, and then halfway over, he turns back into the very good boy and takes off like a shot across the field. And you kind of get what he's imparting to you is that if you can all make it over that fence, he'll be able to turn back into his wolf form and run far faster than anyone here can catch him. Okay, so we should all climb onto his back what he was saying. Uh, Fuck, I'm covered in grease though, bro. You are covered in grease. And you, if there's one thing, Sam Morrison and grease, fuck, it's hard to hang on to that if you're a greasy boy. As we all know, Sam Watterson specifically is very <laughs> difficult to hold on to. I've got an idea okay. for your greasy cat. He's like, Mochi, if you try on my Thunder shirt, then I can grab the, the straps of the Thunder shirt and then you wouldn't have to worry about being greasy because uh, Do you think I'm going to defile myself in a piece of doggy clothing? It makes you feel real warm and like somebody's cuddling you, though. Bring it to you. I love this as character growth, so you are going to... I will take off the thing. Wow, okay. To save a cat. To save a cat. Yes. The mortal enemy of dogs. Okay, that's great. I love that. So now, yes, finally, you are the protagonist. Have yes. Save a <laughs> uh, Freddie, you are now wearing the thunder shirt. How uh, did this happen? How did what happen? Magic. How, how does a dog take off a shirt and put it on a cat? If you've had a pet and tried to dress them up, they it happens. It yeah. fucking happens. Yeah, they get out. Okay, okay. We, right. So basically, the camera pans away for a second, and you hear like a bunch of zippers and Velcros, and someone goes, a wooga, and then someone says, that's not my sorry. And then when we come back, you're wearing the Thunder shirt. All right, so what do you guys want to do? I kind of just want to bite onto, um, you know, Sam Watterson's butt like the Gerber baby or whatever. And yeah. What's just like, hang oh, on yeah, and just hang yeah, on. Yeah. those hams? Yeah. yeah, yeah those hams. Just, All right. let him run. Okay, us. so we are now going to begin a thrilling Sam Watterson definitely has hair on his back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know I what I mean? So. Yeah. We're yeah. Get sued by the Watterson family. <laughs> Wait, is it Watterson? I don't know. It's with a T. Can you imagine going to Discovery? It's like, it's always slander if you can prove that you don't have hair on your back. Show us your back, Samuel. I'm just going to do a quick search Sam Watterson shirt. We have to watch every episode of Law and Order just in case there's a shirtless scene with Sam Watterson. Hold on, I'm just checking right now on images. Go ahead and Google Sam Watterson. Back there, and fuck he, up your AdSense forever. Yet yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a hairy man. And he is a hairy man. He's all got right. some hair on his chest. <laughs> so we're all on his hair. Okay, I'm so looking at mancrushes.com. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wait, where, is it like literally just called Yeah, yeah, mancrushes.com, Beth. Okay. Um, Spelled how you think. Yep, he's definitely got hair. Ooh. All right, so you all hop out of Sam Watterson, and he takes off like a shot through nice. the circus, and we're going to begin a thrilling chase sequence slash... Skill challenge is how we're oh, going to do okay. this. This wow. daring escape from the circus. Did I get picked up by Cookie? I feel like all the doggies are like maybe helping hold on to Mochi. And yeah, just, yeah. I'm not it's happy. Right Mochi's way. not happy. Just I mean, just cat's glaring. got sticky little paws, even if you're greased up. You know, like you can is it crush or crushes? Dot com. Man crushes, <laughs> plural, Beth. Yeah, it's not just um, one. Just while me. all of you Man. are ogling pictures of Sam Waterston, I will continue. I don't think Beth's on the Sam Waterston page. Okay. David Boreanaz. <laughs> 
So as you escape the burning tent, you see chaos everywhere. As you're running, you see Bethella DeMay sort of like Terminator punch her way through the flaming mm-hmm. tarp of the tent. She emerges from the tent with a bandolier of sleep grenades on her back, like Ooh, the ones that okay. Anthony Birch threw at you many moons ago. And she whistles. She does like a little wolf whistle and you hear something burst out of a cage. And she says, Teddy, to me! And a big-ass tiger leaps out of a nearby cage and charges to her side. She does like a cool Legolas flippy dip to like get on top of it, and mm-hmm. now she's charging towards that's you. Your so that's your That's, your that's the, the pursuer. That's Beth's cat. She's not paying attention. Beth she's sorry. <laughs> we were literally <laughs> looking at a picture of Dave Boreanaz. <laughs> 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 you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're riding your giant tiger cat named Teddy into battle. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> no, you don't get to enjoy no, it. Now. You enjoy it. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, Teddy. And the first thing he does, kill somebody who looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. He kills Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal, the tiger tamer, gets toppled over <laughs> as uh, Teddy rushes here. Not to your side, to Bethel Domain's side. Trampled to hamburger. So His last words were like, you. I wasn't right for the guilty. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't take that. No, fucking leave it in. Leave your no, like dog shit, but also right take <laughs> in. As Sam Waters is bounding across this park, you pass like a frost wizard making snow cones for okay. people. He's at like one of those little booths, like doing little snowballs for kids. Oh, nice. And then he sees you coming and he's like, oh shit, no, you don't. That's my fucking meal ticket. And he begins to cast a ray of ice on the ground with the aim of making it so slippery that you all fall over and crash. So here's what you are going to do. You're all going to tell me what you would like to do to stop this guy. You're all going to make skill checks. And then we're going to throw all of that together to see if you beat the DC to pull off what you want to do. Okay. He'll be at the fence in like three of these challenges and if you fail enough of them, Bethella DeMay will catch up to you with her sleep grenades. I could rip off the Thunder shirt from Mochi and then try to like shield, like Captain America, use that to absorb the ice blast. Ooh, I like there that. Go. Yeah. There you go. So he's making snow cones. He's like at a little ice cream stand making snow cones and he sees you guys coming and he sees where you're running to. Does his power come from the snow cones? That's his one secret is that <laughs> it actually he has to eat one of these snow cones every six hours or he'll lose his frost powers. Like I'm going to try to knock over the <laughs> snow cone machine then. Oh, that's great. Okay, I love that. I think I'm going to ratatouille him, but like, I'm like waiting for the attack. And then when the attack comes, I'm going to like bite one of his cheeks to like make him go, ow, and like move his body so he like dodges the attack. You're going to ratatouille Sam Waterston. Yeah, but from the butt. <laughs> but from the butt. Ratatouille Knights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. Pix- you're the Pixar animators that are so scared animate dirty movies. Ratatouille ben- after dark. If Benny can't block it, I'm going to try to make him dodge it. I feel like he's not looking at it, right? He's just like focused on running towards the fence. Yes, that's true. Yeah. You're it's trying like, to it's lose like, him a little bit. Yeah, it's like pushing somebody over like right before something okay, hits their great. head. That's Freddie, what are you doing? I'm going to assist in that specific move there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of butt. We need a lot of bite to like maybe. Well, I'll get up and like try it. and like maybe poke him in the eye and make him like, okay. yeah, flinch, you know, like that's all. Just try to do a combined. There we go. We're so so you see the threat, he doesn't. You're trying to get him to essentially yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. like. Move, buck, or twist, or yeet out of the way of this thing. Okay, great. Everybody, roll me a d20. Beth will call yours a strength because you're knocking something over. Anthony, yours is like a dexterity. And then the two of you, what do you normally do for your attack? I would like to use wisdom because I feel like I'm like thinking how he's going to aim as I'm looking. I'm like calling the shot. I'm like seeing him winding up. I'm like, oh, that's where he's aiming towards. Okay, roll me the wisdom. Okay. And then if you do well in the wisdom, that'll give you advantage on the other part. Oh, yeah. That's a 21. Okay, so now you have advantage on your strength roll to okay. bite his ass. Great. I also got a 21. Nice. I got a 10 plus 4, 14. Okay. I got a 9. Uh, still not great. I got a 13 on my strength. 51 plus 13 is 64, which is enough. It was a DC 60. So you Ooh. are able, the wizard 
is about to fire the blast of mm -hmm. frost, and then he sees a whippet come and knock his precious snow cone machine over, which causes him to freak out and misdirect the aim. The ray blast goes off. It hits the shield that Beignet is holding and manages to blast like Captain America and hold it off. It deflects off the shield onto the ground where it is about to make the very good boy slip. And then your combined eye swat and butt chomp <laughs> allows him to sort of buck and twist. He and torques his life body in the air. Yes, he does a pirouette and beautifully sticks the landing on the other side. Nice. And I assume you guys are now running alongside him. Yeah, we did yeah. it. All right. Um, now let's do it two more times. You are being yeah. pursued relentlessly <sighs> by Bethella de May on her tiger. The very good boy is thundering and he's crashing. He's bounding through everything. He's rounding the corner to the midway and he's dragging that stake beyond all sorts of strange attractions and like weird amusements and stuff like that. And then we cut to two burly handlebar mustached weightlifters like lifting big things and flexing. And one of them's got a big hammer. They see Sam Watterson running around. They see the stake in the ground. And then one of them looks at the other and says, this sounds like a job for us. And then they like backflip over there. And one of them grabs the stake and mm -hmm. holds onto it while the other one raises his hammer up. And wow. he's going to try to drive that stake into the ground to stop the very good boy. What do you guys do? No, oh, I'm going to jump on the stake. You're going to jump on the oh stake? God. Yeah, he's not uh, going yeah. to slam it down when there's a little sad-looking oh, puppy. Okay, very, very good. Very good. High risk, high reward. I love it. I'm going to assist Benya by also striking a pose. An adorable dog and an adorable cat. Because one of them could be a cat person, too. I, I rolled performance. I did the beignet pose on the mm -hmm. stake, and I got a 21. Okay, great. Damn. What's I, Cookie doing? I actually might take a light chomp at the rope itself because I feel like if not now, then we're going to need to lose the stake before getting over the fence because that's probably just going to catch us up. Oh, so you're just going to try to bite the rope. You're going to yeah. try to free the stake from the rope. Yeah. Love it. Okay, great. So give me a strength roll for that. I'm just going to help Cookie over there. Okay, so the two we, of you we, are going to attack the rope. Yeah, we've also, been the stick the, duo. During the chase one when we saw two buff mustachioed guys, I did the Ferris Bueller thing where we run past them and then I run back and go, oh, Jim and Jim and 15 plus one, so 16. So remember your numbers. Freddie, what do you Five do? Five plus one, six. I got a 10. Plus 10 is... 32. 32. 32. Plus 21. Plus 21 is 53, 53 which is not quite <sighs> enough. So here's what happens. The two of you basically cancel each other out because Beignet looks super cute and adorable. And then this, this fucking grease feral, cat. <laughs> greased up cat in a tactical vest hops on the thing next to him. The whole site is so unsettling. The guy's like, Ugh, and then he like aims the hammer to just squash you. Kill it. But while he's doing that, the two of you manage to bite down hard enough on the rope that you've caught their attention. Mm -hmm. And his partner shoves him and is like, no, 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 look at those. That's where the problem is. That's where the action is. And now the two of them see that you guys have cut through the rope. And instead of smashing the life out of this poor cat, the two of them grab onto the rope and uh, hold okay. it down for like one big burly moment. And that caused the very good boy to just stop dead in his tracks. And now he's struggling against this rope and they're like, Rrr! and meanwhile, Bethella Demay has caught up a little bit. So she's closing ground on you. You see her okay. rounding the corner. So what would you like to do? Uh, murder them. Yeah, it sounds like bite some nuts. Scratch bite. Some nuts. I was literally like, bite a nut. Yeah, bite. <laughs> one yes. nut each, you think? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Four, four nuts, four of us. There we yeah. go. <laughs> Hopefully there's four of them. Yeah. Uh, we'll call that a strength roll from all of you. Natural one. Ooh, that's a natural 20 plus one. So that's 21. I got 15. 15, so that's, oh, that's what? Feeling. Stone roll. 35. 36. 19. 36 plus 19. Uh, we'll give the very good boy a roll. 
Because I should have been doing that all along. You accidentally bite one of our nuts, bro. <laughs> Damn. What nuts? You've all been neutered. And he got an 18, which puts you over the edge. So the very good boy gives a tug on the rope, like one big hard tug Damn. that sends them tumbling over. And then you manage to bite three of their nuts. And nice. so they scream in pain and drop to the ground. And now the very good boy is off like a shot again. Okay, great. Which brings you finally to the fence. And there's like a phalanx, so like in 300 when they all get up with like the spears and everything. Mm -hmm. There's like a whole shitload of guards guarding the front door, but the very good boy seems undaunted. He skids to a halt like the bike in Akira to motion for you to hop on his back as he fucking bounces straight over this fence. So I assume you guys all hop on. Yes. Yeah. He takes a running leap and vaults into the air and he's sailing towards that fence and it's beautiful. He's going to like skim right over the top of it. So right as he's flying over it, he's going to make it. He's going to barely make it. A figure stands up on the edge of the fence and it's this badass woman and she's standing there. She's got a hood and she's got a steely glare and you realize, oh my God, it's Ash Lee Birch, the more <laughs> competent druid sister of Anthony Birch and she's <laughs> yeah. got a gigantic no. net with her. So uh. you're in midair in slow motion as this druid is about to cast a net to catch the VGB. Hmm. Uh, I tell her I haven't watched Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. I, yeah, I tell her I, I, tell her yeah, I haven't either. watched Mythic Quest and I don't plan to. <laughs> oh, no. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I really liked heard. it. Yeah. Must be nice. Okay, so make a performance check for that, I guess. She is, in fact, on a mythic quest right now, so that really hurts your feelings. 18 plus 4 is 22. Dang. Damn. It's not all about the career, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Donut's going to leap at it because mm -hmm. once it hits something, it like wraps around. Mm -hmm. So Donut's just going to take a sacrifice. And as Donut leaps, <gasps> he looks at Cookie and says, Oh, across, across the road, there's three. Puppies, just tell Terry. And then I leap. Oh, my God. At it. Okay. Matt um, loves killing himself in uh, one shots <laughs> or miniseries. Damn. I think that cookie's going to go for her face. Like, not the, the net, but, yeah, like, yeah. her face. Okay, I watch Love you it. jump, too. I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and you're faster, so you're, like, as yeah. I'm saying it, you're, like, already past me. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, Donut, this is the better choice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Mochi's in Sam Larson's hair being, like, it's okay. I'll, I'll I'll tell the story. Don't worry. I, I, will, I will handle it. So I'm gonna fly into the air and turn into a whirling dervish of claws, of teeth and nails. And the I'm idea terrifying. is terrifying. And the idea is to like slice a hole through this net so that if it does land, it'll you know. Okay, it'll, great. All right, everyone, give, give me bust. your rolls. Nine plus four because it's a claw. Thirteen dexterity, I guess, and I'm just leaping. Uh, yes. I mean that's still a five. Can't even sacrifice yourself, right? No. Uh -oh. Thirteen plus five plus twenty-two. Twenty-two. Eleven. Plus Eleven equals fifty-one. And now the very good boy gets a roll. Roll over. Roll over. <sighs> You guys got a fucking 59. I'm not kidding. Oh, so here's what gosh. happens. You're flying in. She's completely unfazed by you trying to diss her about her very successful mythic quest that she's on. Uh, she's like, yeah, I know. That figures you'd be insecure about that. And, <laughs> and then... Uh, and then Anthony's like, more people listen to Dungeon Daddy's on mythic quests. <laughs> and then she's like, I have an Emmy and I write on mythic quests. <laughs> Cookie, you take off like a shot for her eyes and uh, she just sort of effortlessly dodges and gives you a little wink as you go sailing straight Shit. past her towards the ground. Matt, she gets the net into the air mm -hmm. and both you and Freddie and the very good boy all get tangled up yeah, in this net. Freddie winds up scratching you up instead of oh. scratching the net. Uh, and all of you go crashing down onto the ground. Beth, you're outside the net. The rest of you are inside the net. Uh, you see... Sandra Bullock. You see Sandra Bullock in the net and you see... <laughs> 
Holy shit. My man. (laughs) Right there. Don't worry, I got you. So you see that sort of phalanx of guards at the entrance all part ways as Bethelodemay is coming around the corner. You guys have one turn to bust out of this net. Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by him. Boing. Boing. (laughs) Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. What is? Wait, what? Why was it if your sex life is not important and you're pretty free? Well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you may not have the time to go to the doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction, but through HIMSS, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. The dream. HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives up to 95% cheaper. Do they have Flintstone versions? Wish I had a generic alternative to my wife. I'm pretty sure that Hanna-Barbera and I... I want whatever Barney Rubble's eating. That that guy's got it going on. You see, they got so much energy that they can drive a car with their feet. (laughs) The process is simple. Barney was punching above his weight limit. That's true. He didn't skip leg day, dude. He had thighs, dog. Marty could grip me between his thighs any day of the week. Time Process is like, simple. It's a living. <laughs> Process simple, 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor visits. Answer a series of questions on their site. The medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed if ED is getting used Dude. out. Dude. Barney probably wears that just like that long shirt so that he could just like roll it up at any time. His dick is right there. That's why he's wearing that long shirt. It's time you join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers to get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daddies. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daddies. Get as hard as the Stone Age. Hardness nice. are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. You ever seen a big squirrel? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, Beth, I felt like a big squirrel when I was using Acorns when I was squirreling away my paycheck money away into investments. It was very easy, very easy to use. The Rock uses sometimes, it. The Rock yeah, uses sometimes it. Sometimes I see a squirrel so big, I'm like, is that dangerous? <laughs> uh, Acorns was great because I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about how the stock market works. It made it very, very simple. It was a very simplified way of getting into it. It divides things up, and the portfolios that are pre-built are just like, yeah, sound portfolios. Mm. Head to acorns.com dungeons or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Clients' testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote a few important disclosures at acorns.com dungeons. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Broker services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What do you do? We, we chew. I'm just greasing my way out of there. <laughs> you just don't care about us. I mean, I'm Use good. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll clot. I'll clot. <laughs> I'll get through and be like, I'm free. And then you turn I'm around. I'm going to bite. But I feel like since I'm so fast, I can like take at least one good chomp. <laughs> I feel, Anthony, <laughs> like I could take. Beth found a secret extra rule in Dungeons and Dragons, which is that you just say that you are a thing. You get to do the thing better. Yep. That's my entire career. <laughs> Because I'm very fast, um, <laughs> I am going to give one good chomp to like each. You're like Edward Scissorhandsing it. I am Edward Scissorhandsing with my mouth. Uh, certainly <laughs> an evocative image. <laughs> yes. So what, what are you doing? Tying a cherry stem into a knot. <laughs> yes, I'm biting through the net at different okay. parts in a very Edward Scissorhandian way. So you're trying to like carve out like a hole. In the yeah. yeah. So you're biting, you're biting. Yeah. Donut's not very fast. So he just does one part of the net. Just one big chunk. Yeah. And I claw, but I got two claws. Okay. And then uh, what is Beignet doing? Uh, I think Beignet will whisper to Sam Watterson Ooh. like, uh, my wish is for all of us, including you to go to else. Give me everybody. Give me a roll. 14. 13. And 19. Beth, did you forget that you're fast? <laughs> Beth, that's <laughs> advantage if you're Make fast. Make sure you check if you're fast. It's advantage if I'm fast though. <laughs> what do you got? Best sitting here deciding if she wants to cheat or not. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll be completely transparent with you. I rolled it and then it landed on this other dice, right? And so I like shook it because it was a four. Obviously, I don't want I was like, oh yeah, I'll fucking shake it. And then it landed on an 18. So I think I <laughs> probably <laughs> in the interest of it was a four. It uh, doesn't seem like you would have shaken the dice box if it had been an 18 when it landed on the other dice. I probably actually would have, but that's more of a well, me we'll issue. We'll never know. Um, we never so will. Unfortunately, that is a 50, and Sam Waterston got a natural one. It was like um, that part in Edward Scissorhands where Winona Ryder comes out and he accidentally like nicks her with the scissors. All of you are trying desperately to chomp at this thing, but it's just too much net. You get more tangled up into it. Uh, the very good boy realizing that you're all in danger wants to like Hulk out of there and just like stand up and bust out. But Waterston he's just, smash. Waterston <laughs> smash. But he's just not strong enough to oh, do it. Oh, we should have it. taken off the bracelet so he became mm -hmm. a dog and chomped. Yeah, I mean, that, that would have been changed a, anything. And now Bethelo Demay has barged out. It's slow motion. Teddy the tiger is thundering towards you. She pops the corks. Ultimately, I just want them to win. <laughs> I'm chill with this. She pops the corks on two sleep potions like grenades in the, the rock, and she's about to hurl them at you, and you have one move. So what do you guys want to do? I want to roll better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to chomp the bracelet off so he turns back into a very big boy. Very good boy. Yeah, okay. same. And then and then that'll help him get out. Yeah, because, I mean, he'll change in terms of size, and that'll throw something off, I would hope. Well, he has teeth now. Yeah. Well, she's throwing grenades. It's not like she has to be that specific. But, yeah, the teeth, maybe he'll cut out through the thing. Okay, all right. So the two of you are going to chomp to get the thing off. What are you two doing? Remember, you're outside of the net as well. I'm going to... Beth, you're fast. Oh. <laughs> 
Maybe Donut will actually try to eat the grenades in midair because he's eaten so much garbage in his whole life. Like I feel like he's got really strong. Ooh, stomach. I like that. That's what I'll do. Because you're like already that. taking off the thing. That's what, yeah. Now you will have to get through the net first. So yeah. that's part of it. But that's so I'm gonna do roll. the same sort of thing again. RIP to you, but I'm fast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll go for the faster grenade and I'll go for the slower grenade. No, I'm just gonna try to chew people out. <laughs> okay, that's great, because then she can make a hole for you to get out. Yeah. And then you're trying to yes. get a hole for the very good boy. What is Benya doing? Uh Benya is going to holler at the two buff mustachioed men and be like, you boys, uh, this woman is going to hurt all of us. The strongest thing to do would be to protect us. And does a little performance dance of pitifulness to try to convince them to help. Okay, great. Uh, everybody give me a roll. I got 18. 18. 14. 14. Is it a 418? It's a one. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Freddy? What, or what's your dexterity? Oh, dexterity plus one. So, um, you're fast. You made your, how do I have more dexterity than you? 12. Well, you don't say that you're fast all the time. So, okay. The very good boy is going to roll. Very good boy rolled very well. Uh, you guys were at a 46, which means you needed 14. a 14. The very good boy rolled at 18. Nice. Okay. So, here we go. so here's what happens Donut, you eat one of the grenades. Cookie, you're tearing ferociously at I these I did things. it all good. Hashtag manifest. Uh, like. <laughs> don't quite manage to rip them open, but you inspire Donut with your passionate energy and so that Donut is able to bust through the ropes anyway. Freddy, you are able to claw through the collar and we're all finally relieved of the image of big naked Sam Waterston <laughs> as he turns back into the very good boy, giving him the power to bite through and, and there's a the lot net. of ladies in the sort of area. You hear an audible like, oh. And half the audience stops <laughs> listening to the podcast immediately. But then uh, some people are like, There's a blonde girl that comes running. She's like, mom, look at what Phineas and Ferb are doing. And they turn the corner and then it's just a big dog instead of Sam. Never mind. It's a Phineas and Ferb joke. Is he on Phineas and Ferb? No, Phineas and Never mind. Don't worry about it. Not a lot of Ferb heads. Furbies. And meanwhile, the two buff weightlifters, you're Anthony's playing. They're like, my God, we're right. What kind of men are we? And then they, they go beat hit up woman. the woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They push her over as she's Actually, throwing that's them. feminist. They push her off of Teddy as she's about to throw the grenades. Basically, what I'm going to say happens is, Donut, you get indigestion uh, from eating well, well, it. No, but don't forget that the potion is landing right next to, so, what yes. is it, eight biscuits of healing? Yeah, so you basically eat this thing and you get, it triggers hella gas in you. And so then That's you cool. fart and you fart out the sleeping gas <laughs> back at Bethella DeMay and she passes out and she curls up with her Beth, big Wait, about this? That? So in this yeah. miniseries, yeah. I get to fart in Beth's face. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, go, so go fart in Beth. If you can fart in Beth's face, then it happens. <laughs> if you can't, then it doesn't happen and we all die. Okay, you, you want, want, this, you right? want okay, five so Innocent dogs to die, and you want to fart in Beth's face. So Matt is walking across the room. No, he's not. <laughs> Beth is pulling out a gun. <laughs> Matt is oh, she's pointing it at herself. Oh, no. <laughs> Matt is walking slowly with his hand and be like, Beth, you don't need to do this. <laughs> she's double tapped Will. Oh my god, Beth. <laughs> now she's farting on his corpse. Holy shit, Beth's doing the whole John Wick oh team. Beth's the DM now. All right, Beth, what happens? Yeah, you're the DM And then now. I do a backflip. <laughs> oh, she charfed it. Oh, she uh, fucked up. Oh, damn. You hate to see it. You guys, I assume, hop on the back of the very good boy and blast off in like the blink of an eye. He's across these fields. He's running and running and running. Mm -hmm. And thought it's just the first time he's been free in so long. And it's just like this beautiful moment. And you can see in the forest, the forest getting closer, the magic forest you've been going to. Mm -hmm. And... Day turns to night and the sun begins to set. 
and the very good boy begins to slow down. Dude, it's like at the end of like a Mega Man game, you know what I'm saying? It's got kind of that energy, yeah. But eventually he gets tired, and you know, the forest is pretty close now, but his old poor heart can't take it. And he oh, just collapses whoa, on the ground. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God. He doesn't die. I'm just saying he's yeah, yeah. tired. He basically plops over and does like that big, like, you know, like when dogs lay down sideways and their giant mouth opens. I was like, blah, 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 blah. yeah. So he's exhausted. And so he's just kind of catching his breath for a mm-hmm. moment. God, it's like the horse in True Grit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jeff, Bridges, Jeff Bridges shoots the dog. <laughs> yes, Jeff Bridges comes out of the woods. Or the sad thing, a never-ending story. The big yeah, our yeah. Well, it's not that. Yeah. So he's just catching his breath. You know, he kind of stops by like a riverbank mm-hmm. and is just gulping it's down water. It's not the swamp of sadness. It's not the swamp <laughs> of sadness. He's gulping down water and he catches his breath. So he looks at you all with this genuine deep gratitude and you feel a love emanating from him, like this almost unbearable amount of just unconditional love and joy that he has at seeing all of you. It's like a parent looking into their child's eyes for the first time. But all the happiness is also mixed with this twinge of curiosity and confusion. He's so happy to see you all, to be reunited with the descendants of his lost pups who he lost on that dangerous jump so long ago. But he senses that you want to go away from him again, to return somewhere. And he kind of understands like where you want to return to, that it's like across the ocean of stars from whence you came, but he doesn't really understand why. And that's what he wants to know from each of you. And so he looks first at you, Anthony, with these kind of pleading eyes and wants you to share with him. And you can either talk or like, you know, paint an image of why you want to go back home. When I left my world with my, my mother, Kitty, I was falling out of favor with her. I, I was lying to myself and trying to convince myself that she still loved me and she did not. And when I go back, I want to strike out on my own as the first ever racist dog comedian. <laughs> <laughs> because that will give me the, uh, the validation I so desperately crave. You sense this look of recognition in him and he nods. And he, like, I'm racist too. I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like cats and certain types of minorities. Uh, no. But he looks at you with this look of empathy and he shares a memory of his with you. And so the memory he has is of his person, his creator, who he has this complicated relationship with. Because that person is the hunter. You flash to this image of the hunter creating the perfect companion. This dog who is designed to be ever loyal, ever loving, always obedient. And he spent his youth at the side of this hunter, always trying to please this cold, emotionless person and you know doing whatever he said killing and hunting and slaying for him and yet always feeling this kind of distance from him so he he empathizes with the way that you felt that you were never enough for this person and so then he looks to you matt and he wants to know why you want to go back home donut says well i mean terry's my master and i'm only gonna be around i know i'm old and those pups need need food and help and i need to get terry you know if terry has three pups that's going to be three times the amount of love that terry will have um yeah i just i want to go home to terry and i want to make sure terry has you know another one of you know more of me more companions when i go and he nods to you and he also shares a memory he senses the love you have for terry senses the love you even have for these puppies you just met and it reminds him of the ones that he loves And he shares this memory with you. He was walking in the moonlight one night with the hunter and he heard a howl in the distance. And for the first time, his desire to obey the hunter, like a spell, it was broken. And he took off like a shot into the woods and he met the love of his life. 
the very wild wolf. Yeah. This beautiful, terrifying, magical wolf in the wilderness. And he remembers the wildness in her eyes. He shares with you these memories of sneaking away from the hunter every night to be by her side. And he remembers the puppies that they had together, the puppies you saw on his back in that first memory. And he remembers being with them as a family, this secret family. And he remembers howling at the moon with all of them. And then he looks at you, Cookie, and he wants to hear about why you want to go home. Cookie wants to fuck Balto. Benny <laughs> <laughs> um, also wants to fuck Balto. <laughs> oh my God. He you hate to see You see Balto. him, an image of the time he fucked Balto. Cookie <laughs> <laughs> looks a very good boy and says, well, I'm kind of torn in a way because on one hand, I've really enjoyed being a spy and doing all these cool, cool stunts and and being very spy-like. But on the other hand, my master, Cody Banks, he had a family that he wasn't able to be with because he was a spy. I think that I actually had time to do both because I'm very fast. <laughs> so I'll go find Cody's family and then say, see you later. I'm going to be a spy. And then I'll travel around. Honestly, I'll probably just stay with whoever will have me. <laughs> a tear comes to the very good boy's eyes and he shares with you the memory of the worst night of his life. He was dozing peacefully with his cubs in the moonlight. And he looked up and saw the very wild wolf on a cliffside. She was returning home with a fresh kill for the family. And then he saw an arrow sling out, <laughs> sing oh out God. through the wilderness and strike the very wild wolf. It sent her knocking off the side of this cliff. And that was the last time he ever saw her. And he saw the hunter come out of the woods with a murderous, jealous look in his eye as he looked over the cliff. And then a look of betrayal as he looked at the very good boy. And then a look of hatred, like he was going to punish him as he stared at his puppies. And he felt in that moment that his master, who he had been trying to please his whole life, was about to slay all his children in front of him as Whoa, punishment damn. for him running away. And that was what caused him to take off that night with the puppies fleeing into the sea of stars to come to this very world. That's what brought him here. And so he he senses the, the trauma and the grief that must be you know filling your heart when you think about ancient Cody Banks. And he shares that memory with you and gives a mournful look. And then he looks at you, Freddie, and he looks a little confused as to what you're doing here. But he does, he wants to know, you know, he's, he's friend to Cat, and he wants to know why you want to go home. So Moshi closes his eyes, and we see an image of fire and destruction. <laughs> Mochi sits atop a fascistic, like... Pedestal <laughs> while human beings march in lockstep as all the books and all the human knowledge burn in giant bonfires behind them. Like, like prepared from Lion King and Scar singing. Yeah, like, yeah. and it's like, like, it tanks back, roll, like tanks roll through the streets, <laughs> like sh chewing up cobblestone, like a group of fucking. There's one dog standing bravely in front of a tank. <laughs> There's literally like a group of resistance fighters are brutally gunned down, the rivers of blood, like flowing through the streets, and then there's like giant banners of like this cat that's just in every... <laughs> Why can't you just want to fuck Balto like a normal so, person? Yeah. So Amazing. The very good boy, you think he's going to judge you for this, but he's like, oh, I get it. Like, you're a cat. I understand. And then the cat goes like, you know what you do have in this world? Order. <laughs> <laughs> 
bunch of cats wearing red hats. The very good boy, <laughs> yeah. unnerved, kind of like, uh, okay. Um, so I was, I had a whole thing planned about how he was going to recognize you as like the reincarnation of Skimbleshanks, the railway cat. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my twist on the scene, but I don't think you're Skimbleshanks. I think you were like Mussolini in another life or something like <laughs> or that. Or Skimbleshanks that had a second song. You yeah. The second song was very <laughs> much about like, he did keep the trains running on time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh he did. It does work. All right. All right. All right. Well, in that case, he looks at you with a look of recognition. He says, I know that cat. I know that cat anywhere. I met you many moons ago. And you flash back to his memory of the time memory. he met you. The memory of the time <laughs> he met you. And your last turn back from the heavy side lair, you could say that by and large, it was you who were in charge of the sleeping car express from the driver and the guards. That's to right. The all the trains cards. on time. You would supervise them all, more or less, when they crept into their cozy berths and pulled up the counterpane. They realized it was very nice to know that they wouldn't be bothered by any mice. Yeah, cats do think of other species as subspecies of cats. <laughs> and so, he's um, just like, ineffable. And he's like, well, good luck with that, Skimbleshanks. And he looks back at the three of you, his children, and he just wants to impart one last thing to you, which is the truth of all dogs, which is that... <gasps> In every dog. I don't care because I'm the cat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. The truth of all dogs, which is that in every dog, there is a very good boy and a very wild wolf. And he just always wants you to remember that. Oh. As he says that, the hackles on his back begin to rise. And an unnerved look comes across his face. And he leaps up and he looks to the forest. And you realize that the entire sacred forest is a flame. And emerging from the flames is the hunter. Oh, God. So the hunter looks basically like, like imagine like the guy from Bambi, but gigantic <laughs> and like meets Strider is essentially what the hunter looks like. You can never quite see his face. It's cloaked in flame and smoke and moonlight. And he steps forward and the, uh, the very good boy rears up and moves to protect you all. And the hunter becomes marching forward and then he stops and he takes his foot off and you see his eyes. And he looks at his dog with joy, with happiness to see his old friend. And he kneels down and he whistles and he snaps his fingers and a portal opens right next to him. And he says, come here, boy, come here, boy, come here. And despite every fiber of his being telling him not to go, he can't help but obey this man's words. And he takes off towards that portal. And uh, what do you guys do? Would that portal be for us to go home too? No, this is a portal back to the cosmic realm that this oh. hunter is from. Oh. The very good boy is running towards this portal. He'll be there in, let's say, three turns. I howl like a wolf. You howl like a wolf. Yeah. I try to bring them. Bring the, the other. Yes. Yeah. All the other dogs. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll howl too. Fuck yeah. I was really hoping you guys were going to figure that out later, but you hoped it, you figured it out now. And I just do that scene from uh, the end of uh, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I also just put my hand up. So you guys howl. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Give me a dice roll for your howl. Just give me a straight D20. Benye got a seven. She does hers half-heartedly like, ow, wow, wow. Okay, ow, wow. so here's what we're going to do. Natural 20 for what the cat does. Okay, nice. just a, a horrible scream. I got a nine. MGM seven plus lion. 20 plus nine plus... 15. 15 is 51. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I looked this up. Okay. And a wolf howl can get up to 110 decibels. So we got to hit 100. So I have here a decibel reader. Oh, I nice. live in the He lives in an apartment, I'm apartment complex. Apartment complex. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been a cool reveal if oh, I guess cuz it's going to be loud. Yeah. So what I figure is if you guys can hit let's say 120, I will give you a plus 5 each. To your what? wolf howl roll. It's logarithmic scale, so 110 to 120 is a lot. Oh, is it? All right. Well, we'll say if you can hit 111. We can't do 120. You want to know why? Because 
loud noise above 120 decibels will cause immediate hearing loss <laughs> and hearing damage. Like it's. I did not realize it was logarithmic. So, so just like if we can hit the same is a jet plane taking off. Okay. All right. Well, you don't have to hit 120, but let's see if you can hit 110. Knowing that, I don't think we can hit 110. 110. 110. Well, let's see. 110 is a concert. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Concert. But a so. concert of hustlers. Here's what we'll do. We'll okay. say 100, okay. and okay. then for every point you get above 100, I will give a point on top of your individual rolls. Okay. I think we could hit 110. I'm just now. I'm worried. I just don't want to piss your neighbors off. Okay. Let me turn it. everybody the fuck down. Wow. All right, you did it. <laughs> that was really more shit, of a scream loud. than a. Uh, than <laughs> okay, a we were desperate. That wasn't even a wolf howl. That was just four. That was just four <laughs> grown adults in the apartment screaming at the top it's of their lungs like a wolf. <laughs> I howled. I, I howled. howled. I heard her. Ice cream. Um, what do we get to? You guys got to 111. You did it. Oh, hey. so, you guys got to 120. You have, <laughs> we hear. have hearing damage now. I really should not have had my headphones on for that. No. Um, 51 plus 20 is not enough. But you do see a spark of recognition in the wild, wild wolf as mm. it looks at you and then just, but it can't quite overcome the need to obey his master. So everybody roll. Well, we tried. <laughs> you get one of those a turn. Go ahead and roll initiative. We're going to take your highest initiative as a group. Okay. Because we're going to go in groups here. 11. 13. 14. 14. 18. Okay. So now the hunter is going to roll. So it's going to be you guys and then the hunter and then the very good boy. You guys just went. So it is the hunter's turn. Okay. And the hunter, seeing that immediately, like you guys are able to affect the dog in front of him, he blows again on his whistle and the dog takes off going even faster. And so the dog is again, it's going to reach this portal in two turns. Now keep in mind, he does have a big rope trailing off with a stake on it. That whistle also causes on his belt, you see these five tethers shooting off into the woods and out of the woods attached to those tethers come five gnome dogs from the gnome village, but they're all, they've all been possessed by the hunter and they're charging straight towards you. And he points at all of you when he looks at them and says, attack jacked up. These dogs have entered the fights. They got a natural one on their initiative. So they're going to go after the very good boy who uses his turn to run towards the hunter. So you've got okay. again, two turns left before he's going to get to this portal. Don's old. He's not going to chase this. And he's just, he feels the wolf spirit. And he uh, saw that the howl almost, you know, reached him. And he's going to put his head back Ooh. and howl again. Yeah, howl, same, same. howl to get home. 19 on my howl. Oh, there we go. I got an 18. Jesus. There we go. Oh, almost as good as me. This is just a flat roll. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 19. Uh, 19. Yes, 19. So 19 plus, plus 8. Plus 8. 19, 19, 18, 8. Is 64, right? Yeah. Nintendo. Nintendo. And then I said you guys all got plus 20 because you yeah. hit the thing, right? Nintendo 84. All right, so <laughs> you hit the you hit the DC. I was like, I'll do it high enough so they all have to roll really good, plus their five if they want to do it. The very good boy snaps out of his trance and mm -hmm. skids to a halt. Does he do a... He goes... <laughs> and the music cuts out and he cocks And sure his enough, right as you howl, the very good boy stops and you hear a chorus of howls joining you from all across the ridge oh as all of the gnomes with their dogs who you were going to find out if you had freed one of the gnomes and he was going to explain to you that they all went into hiding and ran away but now they've all come back and this chorus of dogs joins in this mighty howl mm -hmm. and the very good boy looks at the hunter with a sort of defiant gaze and the hunter's eyes go cold and go dark 
and he draws an arrow, a glowing bright red arrow off of his bow and arrow and aims it at his dog. And with tears welling in his eyes, he prepares to let loose one last final arrow square into the eyes of man's best friend. And you hear one more howl coming from above. And you see a sparkle in the sky and a bright light growing closer and closer and closer. And then something smashes into the ground right in front of you. And you realize it's the spectral Fairy? shape of a wolf. Oh. And it's the oh, very man. wild wolf. And uh, she's got a wound in her side, but it seems to have healed. And she looks at the hunter and you see fear in his eyes for the first time. And he tries to turn to take that shot towards him. And she lunges at it and fucking rips his throat out. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. And the hunter staggers back. Uh, with terror in his eyes, clutching at his throat, and he falls backwards into his own portal and disappears. Damn. That hunter's name? Owen Wilson. He's <laughs> oh, like, wow. you're a good dog. <laughs> that wolf's name? Marley. Yeah. And then a tiny cheer of a thousand gnomes goes up from the forest as everyone comes and rushes down to greet you, and you see the very good boy and the very wild wolf have a joyous reunion and nuzzle each other. It's like they like start here. fucking going at it. Damn. Like two dogs being kept in the same water skin. <laughs> Uh, what are we doing? Put the, put the back on. Put the, put put the, the thing back on. Put the collar back on. Very wild wolf. It looks like Jerry Orbach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Crazy it's just Frank. sort of like a big happy wolf gnome. Oh, it's the fucking joyce. It's a sort of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi yeah. ass moment. Everyone's hugging and crying. We're burning Chip's body. You're burning Chip's body. And yeah, so after this moment of joyous celebration, Belita and Folger's Hazelnut and his dog Francis Ford Pupperla come up to you and Folger nods sagely and says, I was wrong about you dogs and cat. We are honored to call you friends. You bow to no one, etc., etc. And he oh. gets off his dog and he puts his we hand don't really out for know a you. I don't get, none of us care about you at all. Yeah, we want to just go I mean, home. Yeah, I mean, you mean you're nothing nice, to but us. friends have really, that's an important, uh, humans, that's a big deal. How's uh, Bethella, DeMay, and Teddy? Are they safe? Uh, I don't know about that. And then you see Bethella, DeMay, and uh, Teddy. Um, corpse. On the horizon. Like, literally, the gnomes are feasting on their eyeballs. <laughs> like, they're literally, like, they remember, like, little Lilliputian, like, fucking Gulliver's Travels. They've tied them both down That's and are, like, fine. literally just taking little slices of meat off. And the Return of the Jedi Yub Yub song is still playing. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. fine. Like, fucking, like, we're that close. She goes, I go. Fucking, I go, she goes. As Beth always says to her cats, as we go one, we go all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it. Yes, yeah, so we'll leave the fate of Bethel de May ambiguous. You've more than helped us. You've saved the gnome home you've saved the forest you've reunited the very wild wolf and the very good boy we cannot thank you enough and of course glim tweet can you help them get home and so glim tweet the old shaggy dog he looks at all of you and he says yes i can help you do that now that the very good boy is returned to us i can use his magic to send you to whatever home you wish but i i would be remiss if i did not offer you a chance to stay with us here in the forest and he looks at each of you in turn nah fuck says, that <laughs> Actually, I think, uh, now that I think about it, if I go back to Earth, they won't be able to speak in my language and my racism will be lost on them. (laughs) Maybe Um, I'll stay here. I want to go home. Very well. You are so wise and old, and you could live out your years here in total comfort with all the treats and belly rubs that you want. You could live in peace. Or you could go here, and he shows you. You see through the portal your home. You see Terry, who's found these three puppies and is taking care of them. And she's still worried about you, but she's also found these three sweet babies that she's taking Damn, care of as did well. did not need you at all, dog. <laughs> Literally. He goes, oh, I'm glad Terry's happy. I, I, there's nothing better than being near Terry when she's happy. So 
that looks like a really nice moment. I really want to go home. Okay. Well, that's, and that's, we bid you farewell. Also, you don't have donuts here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I looked. After you leave, it's like, a, oh, bring out the Kerblungers, and there's just giant donuts. He turns next to you, Cookie, and he says, Cookie, we could, of course, use an expert spy. And Barks McGee, the grizzled spy master, says, yeah, I think you've got what it takes. You showed real spy initiative. We're going to have a lot of dark shit that needs to get done to bring Gnome Home back up to speed. And we can use a black ops hard-ass professional like you on the team. But I understand. This is where our mobile game could have happened, guys. Yeah. (laughs) But I understand if you want to, if you want out of this life and you look through the portal and you see a family uh, being read a will by the executor of Cody Banks' estate. (laughs) And he says, it says here in the will that he bequeaths all of you a cookie, but there were no cookies found on his Aww. brutally murdered corpse. So I don't know what that's about. I don't really understand what the cookie is. And you see this sad, crestfallen family who does not understand the gift he wants to give them. I wish that like cookie's name was something that would sound way better than a dog. <laughs> <laughs> a million dollars. That's great. Million bucks. Five that Bitcoin. That was the name. Five Bitcoin. Dog. Come here, five Bitcoin. <laughs> and he's like, well, box, that's, so great to have your confidence in me, but it looks like I've got a bigger adventure to go to. First, this family, and then to avenge my master, Cody Banks, by <laughs> ruthlessly murdering whoever murdered him, becoming my own hitman. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, save some of that for the sequel. The dogs look to you, Freddy, and they're about to say something, but then you hear a twinkling song on the distance and a bunch of groovy cats descending from the sky. And they say, we heard there's tell of a jellicle in these parts. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) The opposite of a fascist cat. Immediately, literally, like you don't even see a little fucking hip thrust from these fuckers. And I'm out of this bitch. You see the portal showing you- The vet's office. The vet's office where there's a sort of bunch of grief-stricken vets crying over a memorial for Mochi, the beloved Sheriff Mochi. And then finally, Glimtweet turns to you, Beignet, and says, Beignet, you have proven yourself wise and brave and charming and compassionate. I know. And (laughs) you've got spine and you've got grit, and that's exactly the kind of thing we need in a new leader. I think you have the charisma to become queen of all gnome home, to reign with the gnomes and bring peace to this land and be adored and have your name etched into the books of history. Or you can go here. And then the portal shimmers and you see through the portal your owner, Kitty, posting a teary-eyed, inconsolable Instagram video about her beloved lost dog. Not Bay. an apology. And not, <laughs> not, parentheses, not an apology. Not and an it's apology. fucking going. I'm sorry if anybody huge. else was offended. Blowing up. It's Blowing going huge. Up, dude. The engagement's off the charts. And she's like, I just miss him so much. I'm so devastated. So if you could please donate to the Beignet Relief Oh, fund. she's even selling God. shirts. The Beignet she's Memorial Fund. Beignet sticks her head through the, uh, <laughs> the, just her head through the portal and barks really loud. And says, I, in dog, I'm alive. Don't, this this is a lie. This is a scam. And then turns to the left and sees Churro the Corgi Gear there and goes, you inbred Queen Elizabeth's bitch ass, (laughs) fish and kippers and sauce ass, little bad teeth, Michael Caine, Ocean's 13, worse than this series, bitch ass. (laughs) Or 12. Why did you suck on these nuts? And then retracts her head back through the portal and goes, no, I'm going to stay. I don't, the leader of you, I don't care about you. I'm just going to do racist stand-up comedy. That's my thing. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, well, good luck with gnomes that. Gnomes are so stupid, they think a dog would want to be their leader. And then all the gnomes crack up. They're loving it. See, I'm so good at it. So as Beignet walks off into the distance to go start her promising career in racially tinged fantasy comedy, <laughs> we cut to each one of your homes, and we see as Donuts, there's a jingle at the door of the truck stop, and Terry looks up, and she sees you, and she just bursts into tears and runs <laughs> to hug you. And three adorable little puppies named oh, uh, pups. Crawler, Bear Claw, and Donut Hole. Donut, donut Hole! <laughs> cinnamon! Cinnamon Roll! Yeah. I look at Donut Hole, I'm gonna kill you. And cinnamon all run up and start yapping. There's a dog named Cinnamon Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I look at the three of them, I go, It's a horse. It's a good racing horse name. Now, listen here, young snap whippersnappers. The moment they go to sleep, I'm gonna show you. How to get to those donuts. And I look up at the counter and they all start licking their little lips. Okay. Aww. And then a force ghost of donut appears. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to this family at the executor's office. They're like, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and then they get a call. And so you on the other end, Becky, you look tired. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was going to pull out Agent Cody Banks walks away. So yes, Beth, this family opens the door on their way out of the office of this law office and they see a gray little whippet on the ground looking up at them with big puppy dog eyes. Oh, and then they can't understand me, but I'm like, hi, my name is Cookie. I'll protect you. I'm a big spy. And, and I'm also, um, I, you'll find this out soon enough, but I'm very fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then Elizabeth Banks picks you up and you, you don't have a tag on you because your, yeah. your thing got taken away, but she sees this look of kindness in your eyes and they decide to adopt. They're like, maybe we should call this dog Cookie. And this will be like uh, Cody Banks. What a coincidence. Gave him to us. Well, Freddie, we cut to the vet's office and you just kind of march in from- Oh, I march in as if nothing is From the happened. toilet. You just think you're yeah, a flush yeah. during the funeral. Yeah. And then you emerge <laughs> greasy and greasy wild-eyed. with a fucking really too tight shirt and just a really mangy thing. And they go, oh my gosh. And then the receptionist like pulls out her phone <laughs> and starts recording. It's like, look at what the cat dragged in. <laughs> and everyone starts making fun. <laughs> fun of me and they're all laughing in the glee and I'm sitting there fucking pissed and then meanwhile you oh cut you God. punch in zoom on the views and the likes and it's just like, it's like a fucking mind goes up and up and I become everything I wanted but at what cost <laughs> and then everybody in the in the vet's office going greasy cat greasy, greasy cat and I'm like no no, not like this! Not like this! No. And the, the mom from Carrie, like, they're all gonna laugh at you! <laughs> and I walk into a hell of my own making. And as Freddie walks into a hell of his own making, we fade out and fade in. It's open mic night at the Bully the Comedy Wugs, Dungeon. At the Comedy Dungeon. <laughs> Beignet the oh, dog. On, can I give you some walking bass while you. Yeah, do it. We're gonna get some walking bass going. And Beignet the dog is going to take us out. With He's her, doing this live. With her tight five yeah, getting his base. of wacky, uh, racially tinged Dungeons and Dragons fantasy well, While he's setting that up, have the MC. Uh, yeah, this is the MC, uh, Ro Jogan. Uh, thanks for coming to my edgy <laughs> comedy club tour. Uh, we got a brand new act for you. She's quite a B word. Uh, which I, you know, like we all know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, and, bro. Oh my god. Oh yeah. 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 All right. I don't so, know what you mean. Elaborate. Please I clap hate your women, dog. <laughs> Dude. Please slap your meat sticks together for. Oh, that's so funny. So oh, random, goodness. right? And and please give it up for Benye the bitch. Oh hey everybody! Oh what a what a crowd! What a crowd! Oh so trolls, right? 
Oh, they get hit with sunlight and they turn hard. That's the only way they're ever going to make anyone hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Little limp dick. I know this, what you mean. This one knows what I'm talking about. She knows what I'm talking about. Orc. Why don't you just call them orc? Orc. Because that's the noise I make when I see one of them. Or their dick. <laughs> I specialize in racial dick humor. It's the sort of my... That's my niche. Elves. Honestly, all racist. Elves. The dragons so, next. Oh, dragons, dragons. Oh, you mean dragging these nuts across your face? Not funny anymore, bro. Okay, well, okay. This dragon's dick is so small. <laughs> How small? Fuck you. That seven dwarves and a hobbit had to go on a quest to find it on, <laughs> even with even with a magnifying glass and a map. This poodle is so funny. This poodle is so funny. Fetch Quest was Matt Arnold as Donut, Anthony Birch as Beignet, Beth May as Cookie, Freddie Wong as Mochi, and me, Will Campos, as your DM. Our theme song is by Maxton Waller. Our cover art is by Alex Moore. Courtney Tehran is our content producer. Ashley Nicolette is our community manager. Chad Ellis is our editor. Travis Reeves provides additional editing. Robin Rapp is our transcriber. And Marcy Campos is our game design consultant. To all our patrons, thank you so much for supporting the show. And an extra special thanks this week to John Menefee, David Sams, Brent Everfolly, Patrick Kate Tarantiev, Sasha Daniel, Evelyn Andre, Sam, Zach Colangelo, Isaiah Casillas, Drew Klein, Stephen Bastide, Sidney Stewart, Carly Deckert, and Sharp. We hope you have enjoyed Fetch Quest as much as we have. This is our final piece of public content for the year. But if you haven't gotten your fix of our brand of nonsense yet, maybe you should get yourself the gift of a Dungeons & Daddies Patreon membership. By becoming a patron, you'll get access to cool live events like our live streamed game nights, plus hundreds of hours of bonus content, including a few very fun mini campaigns just like this one to tide you over until season two arrives in January. This month, patrons are getting a whole bunch of goodies, including Talking Dogs, the official Fetch Quest after show, and our hotly anticipated Entourage one-shot, where the dads go to hell and turn into the cool bros from Entourage. Head on over to patreon.com slash dungeonsanddads to learn more and become a patron today. Like I said, this is our last public episode of the year, so we will see you in 2022. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to Dungeons & Daddies this year. It has been such a joy to make this show for you, and we are so excited about what the future holds. So until next year, happy Honda Days to all, and to all a good night. But they wonka, but but goosh. <laughs> oh my god! Kick up Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! It's so good. So Every time. Cloud City. <laughs> <laughs>